because we're going to get live with you, girl. So once again, round of applause to you, the Duchess in the building. How yes, you doing, girl? Amazing. So, and thank you so much once again. Thank you so much for finding time in your day because I know you're a busy person. So and I, be, even before we got live, your phone was ringing off the hook. <laughs> like your phone is like, her phone was ringing off the hook. So I, I know I got to be quick with her. You know, she got to stick and move because she's making power moves and all that. So thank you so much for finding time in your day. But I, I definitely want to kind of get the people to know a little more about you and your journey here. You know, being from, now, are you originally from South Florida? Yeah, I'm originally. Born and raised? Born and raised, So yeah. I got to make sure this mic is up on you. There you go. Because I want to make sure. Yeah, I'm originally from South Florida, but West Indian descent. Okay, so, so mama, born and raised. Yeah. What mama, school did you go to? I went to Miami Park Elementary. Okay. And I went to Westview Junior High. Junior and High. I went to Central. Oh, Central. Yeah, there you go. Miami 305 for real. So you straight 305 for real. <laughs> you 305 for real. I was born in Jackson Hospital. Wow. Yeah, okay. So a real, real Miami girl. Wow. So you straight Miami. Yeah. So you have seen. The transformation of Miami. Ah oh, man, it's amazing. How Miami came from yes, uh, from what it from was from the bottom for real. From the bottom, yeah. and now look at look at the kind of city we live in, right? Yes, it's amazing, and the growth is definitely something, mm -hmm. especially if you're someone who's been here like all your life. Yeah, and you've seen like like the overtown. You see yes. that whole transition. Uh -huh. I mean, just the highways. I mean, Miami Gardens from Carol City to Miami oh, Gardens. Oh, like, yes. People right. from Miami, <laughs> like, we talk about Carol City, but now you're like, oh, Miami Gardens, you know. And they want to be so bougie with it. Yeah, I love it. I just love it. Um, but, um, you know, we never was like a, the bottom, the bottom, because uh -huh. we're a city of the hustlers. We always had the glitz and the glam. Yes. But it was the dark side yes. of Miami. Yes. So now it's been, the spotlight is on us. It's our time. It's our season. Yes. And we are definitely winning. I mean, from politics all the way down to hustlers. Yes. 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 And I'm glad I have you here because you you know the real Miami and you know the, the pretty Miami. You know what I'm saying? So that's great. So that's great. So growing up in Miami, you know, you know, did you already have an idea of what you wanted to do in life? Like, because where you at now, you, you're really empowering a lot of women right now. But did you have that like as a, as a young girl? Did you know that this is something I want to do? Well, I'll tell you this. Growing up in Miami, like I said, my, my family is from my mother and my father is from the islands. Right. So I was. Strict? Were they strict? Well, because I know island f folks be straight now. Well, um, my mom, my mom don't play that shit. Like for <laughs> real, like I used to get beatings, and she didn't play, and it was always tough love. But you knew that she loved you, of course. And I was course. always a daddy's girl, so and he was on the go because my dad was a hustler, and my mom was a nurse. Okay. Um, but coming from the islands, uh -huh. it was always structure in the household. Mm. But. My dad was a hustler and my mom was a nurse. So okay. I had the pleasure of both worlds. Wow. So in the daytime, I wanted to be a working woman. In the nighttime, I wanted to be a hustler like my dad. Mm. So growing up, I wouldn't say that I was confused, never confused, but I always wanted to do more. I always dreamed You was curious. Oh, yeah. But I knew I was going to be exactly who I am. Okay. I did take some twists and some turns uh -huh. on that journey. Uh -huh. But I knew that I was a, I wanted to be a businesswoman. I knew that I always wanted to walk in a, a meeting with a suit and mm -hmm. a Gucci briefcase Ooh. and command the room. And I'm doing that right now today. Wow. Um, okay. 
and I know I wanted to be a hustler, and I did that, and that was something that, I mean, I tried hustling as far as the streets, you know, mm-hmm. hustling that way. And then I also tried, like, hustling clothes and, and purses, and okay. I, I've had a clothing store. So I've done both of them, and I still, I love it. I love who I used to be. I love who I am. I love both of them bitches. They are bad. There though. you go. There you go. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> No, listen, listen. I th- I think a person needs to have experience. I think a person needs to go through different stages in their life to, to 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 you know what I'm saying? Like a caterpillar doesn't doesn't become just a butterfly. It has to go through that stage of transforming to that butterfly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. So you watch the you watch the mom, you watch the dad. Did you have siblings too? Were you were you the only child? Like you said you the daddy's girl. Were you the only child? Oh hell no. It was <laughs> five of us. I have three brothers and another sister, so it was two girls, two okay. boys. And we came like my parents were from the islands, like I said. So uh-huh. we were used to having a small apartment, a small uh-huh. house. But my dad is a contractor. He was a hustler, right. but a contractor, so he had that talent he was born with. Uh-huh. So he built us a big house. So I'm used to, you know, coming up in life. I'm used to sharing. I never knew what it was to have my own room until until I became an adult. Mm, Okay. So, and me and my brothers and sisters were very, very close. And half of us. You know, took the hustler road, and okay. the other half took the corporate, the working, corporate <laughs> okay. employee working road. Yeah, it's amazing. Hey, it's that's how like that's how like the movie Power, right? You make me look. <laughs> I can so relate. There you, you know? go. There I you can go. So, to so it. that's good. So okay. So as a young as a young lady in Miami, now I know Miami. You know, was very like territorial ish. You know, I know you had like the you know the. The 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 Carol City areas, the the Norland areas. Did you have a problem with like a lot of young ladies growing up? Cause you're a pretty young lady. I mean, were you were you fighting a lot with with a bunch of women? I used to fight a lot growing <laughs> up because um, back in the day, I used to run with this clique. Um, I had a friend named Sheba, and I had Sheba sound like a fighter. Go ahead. Yeah, she was uh, she was a born fighter, and that was because of her life coming up. Like she's in prison right now today. I can't wait till she get home. Okay. And okay. then I also used to rock with these twins. Like they're so popular here in Miami, Biggie and Lily. So it was like we was always going to bat with wow. other chicks or whatever. But it wasn't more like a territorial thing, even though uh-huh. Miami people like we are naturally born territorial ass people. Yes. You know? Yes, but I mean, it wasn't because so you know much. when you somewhere they be towners and then you somewhere <laughs> oh, else they be like living in the city, <laughs> CC. You know, everybody's very. Well, you know what? Me just being who I am, um, I had the ability to get in every hood. You know, oh, okay, um, and just make friends with guys and girls. From different hoods around Miami, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, I come from. I don't even. I would say Little River because okay. I was. I grew up like between 105th Street and 107th Street. Okay. So it was almost like our neighborhood didn't have a name. Right. <laughs> no name. <laughs> so you could fit in anywhere. There yeah. you go. <laughs> That's between good. Liberty City and Opelika. So yeah. All right. Little River. So then. So okay. So. That's where the the popularity came in. You was able to blend in. You was able to like kind of you know you know fit into where you got, which is good. And that, and I, I think with Miami, that's what people don't understand. Like you know, they see the they see the the, the palm trees and they see the um, you know South Beach, but they don't understand that Miami really has some 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 areas that you know you had to be from. You can't just 
walk up in there like that. Exactly. Um, like I said, Miami's very territorial. Uh-huh. So if you were known to be from the wrong hood and you went to the wrong club. You couldn't go to like Perrine went- and stuff like that, right? I mean, you can't. It's just like your swagger had to be bossed up in Miami. Like, that's what it's about. Like, what you do, where you from, who you friends with, what you got, how you driving, all that kind of stuff. You know, we all about materialistic things here Uh in Miami. uh uh So, if you went in another hood, and it was easier for girls than guys. Of course. Right, you know. But you still had to be that person. Like, if you was going to go to this certain club, like, Uh ready, ready? Because you never know what could happen. (laughs) And going to certain hoods, just like when Goombay and stuff like that. So girls from Opalaka right, and, right. and and in the city, you going to Coconut Grove and you going to those yeah. parts and stuff. You need to be ready. You need to be friends with certain people so you could get in the right crowds ah, and do your thing. There you go. I like that. I like that. Now, if you was a hustler in Miami, you welcome at any click. Like, mm. it's all about the hustle here, the glitz and the glam, what you doing, what you got going on. Mm. Like, Miami, we really got a problem with people who ain't doing shit. But let me ask you, and I'm glad you brought that up. Do you feel like, because back then it was a hustle thing, so do you feel like now... When when it, we we are in an era where, like you said, people ain't doing nothing and there's no real hustlers. There's no real what what's the word I'm looking for? There's no real like law in the game anymore. Like, do you feel like that's disappeared or do we still have these you know true hustlers that's still maintaining and doing what they're doing? Well, <laughs> let me give you my rendition. Okay. On that. Go ahead. Um, times have changed here in Miami. Right. So Miami, let's just say in the early 2000s. Okay. Right? 2K. So you had uh-huh. like dudes who was like selling dope, hustling that type of way. Okay. Now they are corporate hustlers mm. now. That's why we got so much scammers. Now you got more dudes or girls, whoever, that's doing credit card fraud and all that kind of stuff and they not selling dope like they was back in the day because now they trying to clean it up they really want to be better hustle we gonna hustle to the day i die got you so they found a different hustle it's a different hustle so i would say that you know hustling is becoming a more prevalent thing now Uh people are finding different ways now you got people that's you know making natural fruit juices they hustling like that people (laughs) cooking food girls doing hair like whatever so the hustle game is really growing to a whole better level like even let's talk about dudes who was dope boys right now they have they're doing they have management company they managing artists they having printing companies and they're doing promotions right. and now they're getting into the music industry uh-huh. now they're running clubs they taking that dope money and getting properties and stuff like that there now so i think that the hustle game here in south florida is getting so much better got you you know I don't think that we losing so many of our men to the streets like we used to because they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure it out. Yeah. Now, do you think these young boys out here, are they trying to figure it out or they lost? I these young boys. You, they scammers now. So they just scammers now. So they, and I, I applaud them. You know why? <laughs> why? Because back in the day, they were selling guns and selling dope. Right. So now if a guy is scamming, guess what? He's dressing better. Okay. He's talking better. Uh-huh. He's not walking around with all these wicked dreads. And, and I ain't beefing with the tools with the wicked dreads. But I'm just saying. The More presentable. Guy, yeah. You know? So now people from back in the day like me and you, we look at thugs like this macho type dude. Right. It's different now. 
These dudes, they can't go to jail now. They can't go to jail. Uh. So even though they can go to jail for scamming, but it's not as bad as it was when a dude was getting pulled over and he had an eight ball on uh, him. Yeah, I get you, I get you. He gonna have probably three IDs or something, but they go. so good at it. I oh got you. Oh my God, they're so good. Wow. And that's that's the real Miami. In other words, what people don't real un, really understand, that's the real Miami, mm-hmm. man. That's the real Miami. We got Super Bowl coming. We got Super Bowl coming. We got a lot of people coming to our city. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and they coming from all over. Yeah. You know, and, and, and we do have a city that attracts a lot of visitors. Always you know, how that. do you feel about all these people coming to our city and, you know, because they kind of use our city up and they they, 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 they kind of toss us to the side when they done, man. Like, and they don't understand, like, we got real people, real things going on here. Like, how do you feel about all of that? That's everything that be going on over here. It's our time. It's our season. <laughs> That's what I think. And it's just, let's just talk about the city is being prepared for Super Bowl. Uh, right. And people have been in preparation mode for over a year now. Uh-huh. So let's just think about let's go back to hustlers. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's dudes, let's talk about Lorna's restaurant. I know that the owner of Lorna's restaurant, like he was a guy from the street. Is that the one that that's across the street from the station? I mean the stadium over that's there? That's right. There you go. Okay. I haven't been there yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. He came from the streets. He got his money, whatever he did. I don't know his personal story like that. But he got his restaurant where 183rd Street Flea Market in that right. in that parking lot yes. over there. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. So now he he prepared himself intellectually, mm-hmm. financially, credit-wise. He got his team together. He moved from 183rd Street, Care City Flea Market, right? It's a flea and market, now right. he's right there in the plaza across from the stadium. You right. know why? He prepared himself for it. He's ready for it. His business is booming. It's thriving. And it's going to do so much better. But what I believe he did was he knew that Super Bowl was coming. He said, I'm going to get that money. There you go. I'm preparing myself. So I think that's what our whole city is doing, preparing itself for it. So guess what? When they come this time, because, you know, Miami is a city of whores, you know? Yes. I'm not talking about women, y'all. I'm talking about they That come, too, but I'm just saying. Go ahead. <laughs> they come, they use our city, fuck up our they city, do. and go they back do. where they from. They hold us out big time. Yeah, but what's going to happen in Super Bowl, they're going to be so impressed with the with the level up, the glow up, the uh-huh. elevation that's going on here in South right. Florida. They coming back. Oh, yeah. Everybody is being prepared. Um, me and my boyfriend, I mean, we've got us some Airbnbs that's already booked nice. out. You know, for Super Bowl. Like, everybody's preparing their self for this. Nice. So, it's happening. Nice. So they coming back. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so, being a woman, an entrepreneur, and, and a woman in the game, you know, what would you say to some of these upcoming women that are doing stuff? Because I know you got it. And we're going to talk about the book. Because we do have, you have a book. That's yes, how. I do. That's and, in Miami. We're going to talk about that. But be, before we get into that, I want to say as a woman and, 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 you know, being a businesswoman, like, you know, what would you say to some of these women out there that, that are like out there and they're trying to get stuff going in Miami? What would you say to them? Like, what should they concentrate on or what would be like something they need to do? Well, for one, um, entrepreneurship is at an all-time high. Yes. And I think everybody is trying to, you know, find their way in that entrepreneurship world. Mm -hmm. And it's not for everybody. But however... Why would you say it's not for everybody? Why? Because entrepreneurship takes a lot of, 
you learning a lot mm. of consistency, a yes. lot of you know not so good days. There and you go. It, it it takes you you know being resourceful and finding yes. resources. And some people, um, they want that just, quick fast. It, they're good at being told what to do. Oh. So some people are very, very good employees. There you so go. all of us have to find our lane and get in our lane and mm. stay there. But as far as women um, in Miami, um, it, it's, a, it's definitely about embracing entrepreneurship, uh-huh. finding you a craft, finding something that you're passionate about. And it's not just Miami. It's just looking at what's going on here in the world. Nice. You can you can, you can can have earned a million dollars and you're still not a millionaire. Exactly. You can have earned a million dollars and still in debt. So what I'm saying is, is that we all need to have more than one stream of income. Wow. So basically what women have to do is you need to find something you're passionate about. I don't care if you're a nurse in the daytime and then you go and sell some fruits in the night. Put, you know, go and get you a a candy bar and, and for 50 cent and put your name on it and sell it for a dollar that's what women are doing now wow they really want it um thou shall get her own money is my motto for this year wow women say it again are, say it again thou shall get her own money Miami women, we used to men really taking care of us, uh-huh. and we love it. But in this day and time, women they do want to do to take care of them, but they want their own bag too. Right, right. You know, right. It, I I believe it's no more of dudes saying, "Oh, baby, I got you." It's fifty fifty or. 80-20. What you bring into the it's, table. It's what you bring into the table. And I think women want to come to the table uh-huh. that way. It just it just increases their self-esteem. It mm. gives them that level up and that whole bossy feeling like you're not just that woman that's living under somebody else's shadow, right, a right. man's shadow. And then when that man is gone, we from a city with a hu- for hustlers, right? right? How many women you know was bosses because of their man and this dude done went to prison? And then when well, you went back to the projects, you went from a Lexus to a Honda. It happened to me before. So I know that right now, women want more. They want better. They ready to put their hustle game on. And they are sponges now. Mm. They're ready to receive the information from the universe. And they're ready to put in the work. So I think women are doing a very, very good job here. And mind you, some people need to stay employees. Hey, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, and that's no shade. Listen, that is something that is... Real talk right there. Real talk. You're right. This is why you have entrepreneurs. Like you said, you have people who run the corporate corporations, but then you have the employees because that's what they good at because they may not have the vision. They may not have the drive. That's like right. you said, you said some very important things. As an entrepreneur, not every day going to be a good day. Mm-mm. You may have some, some low days, some down days. So, wow, great, great information. So let's do this. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to get into your book. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about the book and, you know, what led you to, to actually, you know, want to write a book and stuff like that. Okay. So let's let's take a break. Don't forget, we are live here. If you want to call in, we are live. You can call in at 305-749-6004. We are live here. Call, it, call in. I got the Duchess here. She's live with me. She's, she's dropping some science right now. She's letting y'all know. It's real out here in the MIA. I will be right back. Let's go. All right. Hey, 
see the apple rum, remember way back woo When you used to play your knickers and your pigtail too I used to be all on it like a fly Back in the days, Benita was a hit I flirted and I flirted till there was no end But you kicked the diabolical and said we was friends Honey, you was funny, but I'm tired of that Three years later, I got a new back Got a little older, a tidbit wiser I gained 20 pounds, six inches higher Speaking of higher, so you smoke the hootie back Your ex-boyfriend claims he gets the booty back But I'm here to testify, it'll be a hard try Slapping my knees, letting out sighs Wanna keep it slamming like a hip-hop song But need an apple rum, gotta put me on Need an apple rum, hey hun, hey hun Shed a tear, but then again I won't steer You're wrong, I steal your strong for affection Steer here, I'll take you to a place That's farther than the you know What do you know, if we go to El Segundo Your presence should be closer like on Buddy I'll toast to the ever clever You to say the least, you're the most Honey, you're my honey, and hey, your dip, you're my dip Treasure and forever, filled with pleasure With tip as we glide and move Cushion like a pillow that's soft and smooth Rickety said we got to show and prove To the music that's the raw butt move Intimidate the boy, Cupid that's his name Picking on the suckers, this is flipping game Go tickle fall for that, instead I'll get the natives And we're rushing to the latest Lampston store Get a six pack of hats for Vegeta Apple Pump, hey hun, hey hun Vegeta Apple Pump, go ahead with your son Vegeta Apple Pump, hey hun, hey hun Vegeta Apple Pump, I said you gotta put me on I said Vegeta Apple Pump, hey hun, hey hun That's right, that's right We live, we live, excitementradio.com We are live I like this Yeah, 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 yeah We are back, we are back, we are back I'm here in the building right now with my special guest The Duchess She's in the building, the one and only, the one and only breaking down. Yo, you like giving me some jewels right now, like for real. Like you breaking some jewels down to me that I never really thought about. And I'm, you know, thank you for enlightening me with these um, jewels and stuff. So I see you, you got a book. Now, having a book out is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? It's a milestone. There you go. There you go. It's a milestone. She getting all pretty on the, you know, on the screen right now. She getting all pretty on the screen right now. Um, it's a milestone, and you know, to write down and to have your thoughts, you know, put on paper, and to be, you know, be able for just to be able for anybody to just to grab it and be able to read it. And, and and be in your mindset, in your life, just to be, that's a big thing. So what led you to, to wanting to do this? And was this something that you always wanted to do? Um, yes. Um, in school, I was in a, in a 
class uh-huh. called Speech and Debate. Okay. And in Speech oh, and so Debate. Oh, so you like the debate. You like the... <laughs> I, honestly, I don't. But <laughs> in Speech and Debate, we had to, you know, tell a lot of stories uh-huh. about life. Okay. And I always had a very, very exciting life. <laughs> right. I mean, even as a young girl. Um, but however... You know, just growing up in Miami and going through a lot of ups and downs, obstacles. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a very, um, I'll say, an <laughs> emotional roller coaster. Okay. And I've gotten to a place in my life where I, me and my family had just overcame a home invasion mm, um, right off of Oz Dairy. It's, it's been about 12 years now where um, my whole family was headshots. Um, execution style. Everyone was shot, including myself. Um, my sister was shot in the I head. I didn't know that for real. My nephew was shot in the head and lost his eye. My niece was shot in the head. She now has a metal plate in her head. I was shot in the head in both of my hands. And my cousin um, and her and her son, they didn't make it out. So going through that, um, I was isolated a lot. My family had to keep me out of the streets wow. and things like that. So mm. I spent a lot of alone time at home. Right. And writing was my therapy. You know, it was so emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that I just couldn't share with the world. And I started writing this book just, I thought about how did I get to that place. Right. So I went all the way back from when I was a kid, you know, writing this book. So that's how, and and I really was just writing just to soothe my own soul, right? And realize it's kind of like a therapy for you. It was definitely right. therapy. I learned so much about myself, and still is. You know, I go back, and now that, and I've been working on this project for about um, about ten years now. Wow. Um, this book was redone three times now uh-huh. until I found the perfect. Um, person to help me to tell my story right. in a more appealing way to the world. Got you. Um, you know, the other ones were not, they they didn't fall in the age bracket. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand the lifestyle and all that stuff. So basically, it didn't, it didn't flow the way I wanted right. it to flow. So it wasn't ready yet until no. you found the right person. And this is the right time. I said, this is our time. This is our season. Wow. Yeah. And I appreciate you for sharing that information because that is a very traumatic situation to go through. And for you to share that, I do applaud you for that. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but this makes good, like you said, this makes good reading because there's other people out there that may have been they may have gone through some craziness in their life and they could see the strength that you may you know what I'm saying that that you pushed through and, and was able to conquer that and, and be where you at now that's amazing so mm-hmm. thank you so much I mean what else can we expect in the book like I mean what else can we expect when we when we read this um like I said, my book is an, an emotional roller coaster. Right. And my subtitle was Death Before Dishonor. And mm. that was because there's so many other amazing stories that's in this book that it just tells a story of a Miami dope girl, mm. a girl from Miami who was not just living this life. I mean, you was in it for that was your life. 
So basically, I'm talking about a very big drug case that I faced um, in that book. Right. Um, just getting, you know, pulled over in Texas with 40 keys and winning that case. And like I said, death before dishonor, because I ain't snitch on no man. Wait a minute, wait a minute. 40 keys? Yo, I got to read this book. Yeah. This is a movie. This it's a, a, it's forget amazing. Slimming. Uh, what's that movie that came out? <laughs> Slimming. Forget <laughs> that. We got to do We got to do the Duchess movie, man. We we need to call it The Duchess. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. Wow, for real? Yes, yes. And just overcoming those kind of obstacles and relationships, being in love, heartbroken, having kids and trying to be a mother at the same time. Ah. And just being very, very very transparent with the, my my readers about how I just did so many things wrong but motherhood doesn't come you know with the instruction uh, a manual I'm glad you said life doesn't come with instructions so <laughs> I know, right? thank you thank you for right. saying that you know what I gotta I gotta post that as a tweet tomorrow <laughs> life doesn't come with instructions so you it just doesn't. gotta learn and you have to fuck up along the way and you mm-hmm. know and try to straighten it out once you get on your next path and it's always going to be another path and it's just talk about you know how i i live my life fighting fighting always fighting for love and fighting for money and fighting for my sanity and fighting for my name like that's all i know fight so when you think about some women and it's just right you know fyi when you meet some women Mm -hmm. And they have a, a, a very strong aura about themselves. And you can't understand why they're, you know, they, this position is the way that it is. Sometimes before you judge that person. And, you know, everyone is not, you know, meant to get to know them. But if you're building that kind like of that. relationship I like before that. you judge yes. them, uh-huh. get to know them. Because I realized why I was so hardcore, where I had to do therapy to soften myself, like, wow. you know? So, so I applaud your man right now, right? Let me applaud him. Where my oh, applause oh, God. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he always... Let I me mean. applaud him right now. <laughs> Let me give him some applause right now, man, because if he was able to, to get, like you said, to get through and, you know, you know be part of your life, then he, he, he must be a, a, a very strong will man to be able to deal with. Like you said, if you have that wall up, mm-hmm. you ain't letting everybody in. You can't. You can't. It, it, sometimes we get so familiar uh-huh. with the negative. We get so familiar with hurt. So mm. we expect the hurt. We get so familiar of crying. So, so let me ask you, when you first met him, and I'm, we're going to talk about so when you first met him, did you feel like that? Like, okay, I'm going to put my guards up. Like, this ain't going to go that that long because I already know he going to fuck up somewhere. Well, we were friends for like 20 years before we dated. Okay, okay. So I knew his personality. I knew his characteristics. I learned some things about him as we got <laughs> together that I didn't know. But with the expectancy in the relationship, uh-huh. I expected... Um, a fresh air. Okay. I expected calmness, and that's what he gave me. So we're totally different. Wow. So I'm like, rah. He's like, relax. What's wrong with you? You're scary. <laughs> and then I'm like, but you okay, know what they say? Opposites attract, though, right? Yeah. Don't they? So, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. So he told you to calm down when you want to just get crazy. Be like, y'all, not and, But you know what? It's just his energy. Nice. You know, so he don't have to verbally say calm down. It may just be to look in his eyes like, what's wrong with you? You know, and then, then I start feeling like shit, like, oh, my God, am I overreacting like that? I mean, and that's why mental health is so important today. A, a lot of 
people have been through so many things in their lives and don't understand why they react to certain things. Why are you just jumping, you right. know, with this energy like that snappy and that kind of stuff? Because it's things that people have been through in their life. Like, have you ever seen the Aaron um, Henderson story? No, no, tell me about that. What's you that? go and look at the Aaron Henderson. He was a football player from, okay. like, Boston. He played for the New England Patriots. He was a young guy, uh-huh. and you know, but he'd been through so much in his life. So he was quick to snap at people? He had, no, listen, he was a fucking killer. Oh, okay, the Aaron guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you talking about him. Okay, yeah, yeah I got you, I got That's you. That's right. He had mental health. Oh, it was mental health issues, shit that he went that's through. That's what it was. He was dealing with his sexuality, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So I'm just saying that to say, um, we have to, like, I'm so into meditation now mm-hmm. because I realized that I've been through so much. So it will be sometimes I will see A and B, and automatically I'll I'll add on C D E F G. It's not even all that. You know? You know what? I'm going to tell my wife that today. Listen, it's A and B. Stop adding yeah. D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, all the way to Z. Yeah. I like that. And you know what a lot of people do? And I, uh-huh. I analyze myself every day. Let's just say you're looking in the mirror, right? Right. And it's just a little pimple. Okay. And then you go and you picking at it. It's uh, so little that like you're staring in the mirror and you, you're going at this little pimple and by the time you finish, it's a big old bump on your face, and then you big left old red a, spot. Yeah. Then you left a black mark that's lasting. So now you have to go back oh. and nurture your skin to get your skin tone back to normal. Great analogy. You like it? Great analogy. Yes, and that is so true. You're yeah. right. So they would make the little, the the most smallest situation into a lifelong scar. To a lifelong scar. Wow. Wow, girl. Damn, girl. You're going to make me, boy, you're going to make me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Duchess of Miami is all about, of me just releasing all of that information that was in my head, that data that was in my head. Like, I could be in a conversation. This, I had to release it. Mm-hmm. And the best way for me to release it was mm-hmm. to allow it to be therapy for myself. And to allow other women to not always see the glow up of Anne Duchess. You know, there was a very, very dark side, a very painful side to Duchess. And it was times that it was only me and God. There you go. It wasn't always the glitz and glamour. No. It was things that people couldn't even get out of me. Because, and that's just like the average person in Miami. You like, think like a fugitive. Like, you're never telling the whole story. Oh. We're always telling half the story or the good part. Or uh, the only bad the good part. To make us look good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, never telling <laughs> the whole dang on story. Wow. Yeah. Girl, you breaking it down. So, wow. So, we can expect a lot of that in the book. That's great, man. And. I mean, was it was it, so? It wasn't hard for you to like just express that. You just said it was therapy, and you just did it and and to share it with the world. Well, it was some parts in the book where 
it, it really made me look at myself and be disappointed in myself. Right. Like, girl, you really did that? It was times in the book where I really see that I could have made better decisions and I didn't. It was parts in the book that really showed me that mm. I was really a woman out here looking for love in all the wrong places. Right. It was times that I was writing a book and just seeing how I was so fascinated over temporary riches. Right. Wow. So that book, and it, it, it really made me value people who was in my life. Like writing that book, I went back to my childhood, uh -huh. and I still have some of those people that's in my life right now today. That's good. That's good. That is so, good. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Round of applause for that. I got to give you a round of applause for that right <laughs> there, boy. I got to give you a round of applause for that right there. Because that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. We got some events coming up. You got some events, right? Oh yes. Talk about talk about some of the events coming up where people can actually meet you in person. Can they meet you in person? And are you the type of person like they they can meet you in person and come up to you and talk to you? Or are you like you got like ten bodyguards around? You're like no 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 no. Listen, nah. I can't be bothered right now. Like nah, <laughs> I am. I am definitely um, a uh -huh. regular girl. I'm a regular girl. Right. Can I put this right here? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, baby. I'm a regular girl. Um, and I'm from, I'm a round the way girl, actually. You know? I I'm just a sponge. Um, I've learned to build relationships with people who spoke a better language than me, that had okay. better a better education than me, uh -huh. who have been exposed to so much more. Like all of my friends are boss friends for real. Right, right. All right. my friends pour into me, all of my friends teach me stuff. I got pastors, pastor wives, um, principles right um very educated women really well positioned women financially nice i have friends that can teach me about credit nice i have, I have everybody in my life feeds me i'm talking about from the person i sleep with to the person who i may even go and smoke a blunt with every now and then there you go Everybody's ain't nothing wrong with that me. <laughs> so um with this event that I'm doing, it's called 100 Women in Black. Okay. And it's not just for women, it's for men as well. Now, why, why is it called 100 Women in Black? Is because it strictly for is it no, strictly for black no. women? I just love, well, my business partner, Tam Billionaire, um, she's a Capricorn like me. So everything that we do, we right. just got to put some type of title to it. Okay, just to there you it go. seem good or whatever. <laughs> so that was, and, and we just talk about the men in black. So okay. we thought about that with the shades and the bossed up suits, that kind okay. of stuff. There you go. So however, the 100 Women in Black, and it's all about entrepreneurship. It's a it's a networking event, uh -huh. which we will have vendors providing a platform that they can display their very unique product, services, or brand. Okay. Because we believe right now in this day and time, like I said, a millionaire is still not a millionaire. You'll have someone who earned a million dollars, but they still got debt. They like, still got debt. Told. They still got to pay stuff. Right. right. We all need multiple streams of income, and we all need to have a platform to help other people right, to right. get it. Let me ask you, do you feel like, and I'm going to ask you this question because I, I, I kind of feel like our black people don't seem to support our black people. Do you feel like, do you feel that? No, our black I, don't, people I don't feel don't it. Don't feel it. Everybody else said, but I get so much support and so much love out here. That's why I have to stay prayed up. Okay. I'm never one of those who say, oh, these chicks don't want to show no love. Like, I always get love. I get so much love to I feel bad that I don't even know how to 
you know, show all those people the same love. Got like, you. I get it. Got but you. you know got what? you. You got know, you. favor ain't fair. There you go. Right? But what I do believe, and I want people to stop saying it, how can you say that someone didn't support you if you never asked for it? Mm, that's deep. You're so right. if you want support, ask somebody to support you. I do not So believe. if you ask them and they, they don't, what do you do? That's different. What do you do, though? I never asked someone for support and they didn't support me. Okay. I have asked people who I haven't spoken to in years for support and I get it. You know, all support isn't financial. There you, you know, go. So I, I like what you said. That's true. Yeah. That's it's true. It's all not just financial. So, I mean, it might be someone who just can just pour some valuable information into you. Nice. It might be someone who answered your telephone call 12 o'clock at night. Ooh. It might be someone that shared their resources. It might be someone nice. who can... I mean, send you a cash app or whatever. There you it go. It might be someone who know a very good graphic designer. It might be someone who knows somebody like you. There you go. So I got support. That's right. You supported me right now. And you supported me for years. Oh, always, girl. You right. know that. I got your back. So and what we met through Super Cindy. We met through Super That's Cindy. Right. That's right. That's right. People have to value relationships out here. So 100 Women in Black, it's um, January 26th. Okay. At the at the Embassy Suite Hotel in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. And basically, it's open for women and men, but we do want everybody to wear black. I don't care if it's a black dress, black pants, black shorts, black bathing suit. Just bring your guy black t-shirt, black, black jeans. That's yeah, right. Just wear um, black with an open mind, with an open mind and ready to receive. I have a few women who's gonna be there pouring into. Um, everybody, I have a young lady by the name of Nicola Hill, which is my very good friend. Her life was in shambles a few years ago. Okay. Um, she learned the game of, you know, credit repair. She repaired her credit. Nice. She rekindled her whole life. And now she's helping so many people around the globe. And that's and very important credit. That. Her business is so good. She don't even have to market her business. Wow. People come to her. They come to her. Right. Word of mouth. You know why? This go back to we saying it's hard with entrepreneurship. You have to be consistent with what you're doing, and you have to be good at it. There you go. Okay, passionate. Passionate. Um, I have another young lady by the name of Rebecca Garrett, who is my coach, and I call her the manifestation coach. She manifested her life that allowed her to walk away from a teaching job of 12 years as a single mom mm -hmm. and earn over a million dollars in 2019 alone. We need to hear about her. What candle are you lighting, coach? Right? Yeah, for real, like coach, <laughs> coach. What you doing, coach? For real? Wow. I have another young lady by the name of Latasha Anderson. Uh-huh. Alexander, I'm sorry, Latasha Alexander, mm -hmm. which um she is a um she's a, a psychologist, she's a mental health coach. So she's helping people you, to acknowledge their issues yes. Yes. and to how to deal with it to restart their life. Yes. And that is something that's going on around the globe. Now mental health is just so serious. Yes. This is why we have all the masks. Shootings in the schools. Like the guy, um, Aaron Henderson. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We have all the type of mental health issues. So that is very important. So that's great. And wow. Then I have another young lady by the name of Chaotic Vaughn uh -huh. out of the Tampa, Florida area. And I really love Chaotic's story because if you go on her social media, um, it, it, it's just evidence of her grind for mm -hmm. so many years mm -hmm. how she built her brand herself it wasn't all of these this crowd of people and all these women behind her shouting her name no bells no whistles no fancy cars or any of that mm -hmm. she have grind so hard to now she have a whole entire um product line 
with her name on it and she is doing everything herself. So I think wow. that that's something that all entrepreneurs, you know, want to get into. It's all about having your own product, service, or brand. And then I have another young lady by the name of Miss Skittles from Atlanta, Georgia. She started her movement years ago called Cupcake Mafia in retail. And now she has grown her business to now she's a managing artist. She's helping people to brand themselves and right. helping them from building a website to finding products to now the money is in the bank account. Wow. So these are women. And then my business partner, Tam Billionaire, and she's an educator by day and an entrepreneur by night. So all these women are going to absolutely pour into the women here in South Florida, just providing them with the information and just some 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 nuggets, some golden nuggets, nuggets. on how to leave that yes. event, manifest your life, there you go. fix your credit, yes. get your mind right, find you a product, service, or brand, and put there your you name go. on it, and get some money in your bank account and live a filthy rich life. Wow. And you doing it, girl. Wow. <laughs> Round of applause again. <laughs> I got to do the round of applause again, boy. Because once again, that is awesome. That is awesome, yes. man. Like if, if you in the Miami area, you, you, you don't want to miss that because that sounds like some real good information. I, and like I said, it's not only for women. No, like it's said, the men too. The men can yeah, come men too. Are definitely hungry, and they are influencing the women more. Uh -huh. um, I, I love to see the husband and wife couples that are, you know, around the world. You just look at them on social media, right? And you know, somebody has to be that sacrificial lamb to go and get the information. I, I, I desire to put myself in a position mm -hmm. to to attract other women and and men in the world. To pour into me that I can bring back and pour into my city. Of course. Pour into my sisters and my brothers from South Florida. I got men that hit me up and asked me to help them. And I don't have all the answers. And I'm still not perfect. I haven't arrived. But every day I wake up and desire to be better than who I was yesterday. Right. And like I said, there's no, there's no harm or foul when you spread information. Like it does not stop you from growing. Like if you spread information... To somebody of how you made how you made it, how successful you have become, it does not stop your success. It it just helps the next person get to that level too. So that's great that you are spreading that information. And you have to show people that because uh -huh. just like myself, a woman who have been through the things that I've been through. There will come a time where you want to give up. Right. There will come a time where you think that, you know, God is not going to bless you like he's blessing Susie Q and them. So somebody. Susie Q sounds like a white girl, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, somebody has to do it to give that next woman or man hope right, right. that, you know, that door is open for all of us. Uh -huh. But some of us have to be able to give our sister or brother some type of information. I got a friend who texts me all day, every day, inspiration, every day, all day. Nice. Like she texts me so much stuff that I don't even get a chance to read the first text. That's a blessing. Of inspiration, hell yeah. That's a blessing. How many yes. people can say that they have that? So when I talk about living a filthy rich life, it's not about money at all. It's not always. It's all about your mindset. There you go. It's all about what you attract. That's filthy rich. When you got people, Ooh. I have people that pray for me. I got people that pour into me intellectually, pour into me um, with entrepreneurship. 
I have people who pour into me about beauty just all the time. Like, I'm attracting all of this stuff. Nice. But it's not for me. It's for me to get it and share it with other people. And you're the vessel. You're like the vessel that is sharing it to the world. Yeah. I'm wow. The, I'm the sacrifice. There you go. <laughs> So let's do this. Let's take a quick break. And we're going to come right back because, yo, I love it. I love it. I love what, you, what you're talking. I love what you're saying. Yeah, you just, you just, you just, just dropping the knowledge for the young ladies out there. So make sure you keep it locked. Don't forget we are live here. 305-749-6004. About to take a break. We'll be right back. Let's go. All right. I am, but the queen I drag, drag. I'm bad enough to let my pants sag. 
I'd be in Vegas where 702 VA. I like this. I like this. That's right. You tune in to Excitement Radio. That's how we do. Ben Hop, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Round of applause. Round of applause. I'm back. I'm back with my special guest, Ann Duchess. In the building right now. I mean, you've been dropping some nuggets, girl. You've been just doing it. I love the energy. I love the passion. I just love what you're doing, girl. Like, I could see that you you real about it. Like, you're not playing with it. Like, you really want to get this information out. You really want to help people. You really want to do, you know, and make a change. Like, I, I see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, thank you so much for that. Um, I heard about some features now. And, you know, I'm going to see how much I can pull out of you with these features, right? <laughs> but I heard there's some features coming in. Like, we in the beautiful MIA. You know, you got some stuff going on in MIA. There's all types of things going in MIA. You know, I got movies going on. You got TV shows going yeah, we on. Got everything in Miami. We got now. everything going on. So there's some features that we may be able to, to like, you know, open the the, the 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 big screen and see you on or something like talk. Yeah. Can you t- at least give me you know what you can? Cause I know a lot of times you know people under contracts. You know they can't really talk. They can't really let the back the cat out the bag. But I'm just trying to get as much as I can out of you. <laughs> <laughs> what you want? What you want from me? Like what's up with some of these features that I'm hearing about, man? I mean anything on love and hip hop that we could say. I could say, yo, I know that young lady right there. That's the Duchess <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great that you asked me that because um, I, I do have a feature on Love & Hip Hop. Right. Um, where I'm just reminiscing with one of my like old school, really, really great friends um, that I mentor for okay. years. And it's just very authentic. Um, with us just rekindling our relationship nice. because now she's back in the MIA. See, they come back. There you go. But sometimes people have to leave to grow to come back to glow. Ooh. Say wait, 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 say let them hear that again. I want them to hear that. Sometimes you have to leave to grow. To grow. To come back to glow. To glow. Right. There you go. So the glow up is real. Um, but yes, I did have a feature. I do have a feature on Love and Hip Hop. And I love what, you know what the whole network is doing with Love & Hip Hop uh-huh. in Miami. They can say whatever they want to say about our city. Like I say, it's our time. It's our season. Uh-huh. And it's so much hidden talent here. It's so many talented people here that haven't been discovered. You're right. And they need a platform right. to be heard. Like, I'm so proud of, like, all of the entertainers that's on there. You're right. All of the people that's searching for their next. I mean, give them that golden crown. You're right. Now. You're right. But, um, you know, years ago, it didn't work. That, that It didn't work here in South Florida because, like I say, right. 
The average person from Miami uh-huh. who has something going on is live is thinking like a fugitive. They not even living like that. Mm. They're thinking like a fugitive, so they don't want to let the world into their life. Okay. But now they see, and that what goes back to you know when we are talking about guys hustling and things like that. Right, right. Now it's like it's the corporate level of the hustle. So mm. now those rappers who were rapping about guns and dope and all that kind of stuff, now they want to clean it up a little bit because now they want to go mainstream. They want to be on TV. Okay. And that is just a wave of what's going on in the industry of entertainment now. Right. Like if you ain't getting mainstream, you ain't doing shit. So they ready. They and I'm ready. happy that I had the opportunity to go in there. You know, I always wanted to be on Love and Hip Hop. There you go. You know, I got my little itsy bitsy spiders. <laughs> yeah. So that's nice. I'm lo- I'm gonna look forward to that episode. I'm definitely gonna check it out, man. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's <laughs> good. I like that. So let me ask you. And I want to compare cities because when you said the cities. So, and I noticed that, I remember there was a like a time where you were kind of going to like Atlanta. There was like a first Fridays in Atlanta, right? Yeah. That you was flying back Miami and forth Nights to. And it's called Miami Nights and ATL. So <laughs> let me ask you, and this is what I'm, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to pick your brain on this. So why did we have, and this is what I'm asking. Why did we have to do that? Why couldn't we do that here? Like why did we have to fly to the ATL to do Miami Nights when we could have done it here? Because so many people uh-huh. left Miami to go to ATL to change their life. Where they wanted to settle down. They wanted to slow down. They didn't want to live the fast life anymore. They wanted to get their families and go to work. But they still wanted to party. Mm, but they wanted to hear see? our homegrown music. Ah. So I'm all about giving the people what they want. It was a team of us. Um, it was... Me, one of my best friends, Nikki, her ex-husband. I got to get it right because she'll be listening to ex-husband. Her <laughs> ex-husband. And another friend of ours from um, Carlton Mookie Man from mm-hmm. the Fortham group. So we all put our heads together and we started doing it. And we did not know that it was going to explode the way that it did. We were bringing in talents, DJs from Miami. So it was a Miami party Period. People were kind of flying from South Carolina, New York, all those places. But the reason why we did it there is because our it was so many people Got you. from that era that lived in Atlanta, but they didn't want to go out because they didn't, you know, they didn't want to. We understand Atlanta music. We wanted to hear our music, the Miami so vibe that they we, grew up on. You know, like I do. Right. We provided a <laughs> platform to get the people something. That I, I needed a piece of that. I should have. <laughs> Yeah, we tried it. We tried it here last year at Miami Nights. Um, we didn't get the same response. It was like, don't even worry about it. You know, it was some things are for a season, and we got us a good run up. We about a year. We got a good year run out of it, and we made a lot of money. We rekindled a lot of relationships with people we went to school with. Nice. And they haven't seen them in 10, 15 years, and nice. they were at that, you know, that party. That was an amazing party, man. It was because you know what? A lot of people do leave here, and they they move to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Is it like why is that? Well, people wanted to slow their life down. They you think so? Atlanta is definitely slower than Miami. Like Atlanta is real country to me. 
Well, it depends on the areas that you get in and okay. the circles that you with. Uh-huh. Atlanta's not country to me. I love Atlanta. I love everything about it. Uh-huh. But I'm more in love with Miami. Of course. But if you would talk about just like the luxury of living. Okay. You get a if you if you had a, a apartment in Atlanta, it's gonna be a luxury apartment and rent is gonna be so much cheaper than So in other words, your dollar goes more over there. Uh, absolutely. Right. So I think people leave here just to change their life, to slow down guys who are in the streets. Now they decide they didn't want to get married and okay. have children. They didn't want their kids exposed to the Liberty City lifestyle. Okay. All the killings and, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. He probably somebody had just got out of prison. He didn't want to get back in in that whole circle and relapse. Right. So, I mean, it's women who desire better jobs. And maybe she wanted to change the circles that she was in. She went to Atlanta, educated herself, got into a better circle, and now she got her <laughs> living on an acre land. You know? Okay, I got you. Thriving business. So, people are moving to Atlanta just to look for a better quality life. But let me ask you, do you feel like Miami is overpriced when it comes to that living? Absolutely. Why would you say that? I mean, it's very... Because look at Overtime right now. If you go to Overtime right now, it don't even look like Overtime. Right, but who wants to live in these apartments that's this big? Exactly. You know, and you're paying $2,000 a month. Exactly. When you can go to Atlanta and get you a whole big 3000 you know, foot house and you're spending that same money. Exactly. No. Or even less, right. Exactly. So, no, people are just, Miami is getting very oppressed, and a lot of people are going to leave. The average working family are still living paycheck to paycheck because the price of living is, is just too high. It's, too crazy, it's, it's right? ridiculous. I mean, and it's that's. Maybe L.A., that's what I'm hearing. Yes. Yes. But you know what? The At least L.A. may have the jobs. I don't think Miami has the jobs to, 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 to accommodate People to live in these apartments that's two thousand dollars for like that's a right. small apartment, like like you said. That's right, and and we desire to live that life like the upper echelon. Right. So you have those people who have regular jobs, moving on brickle, spending two thousand dollars a month. But then guess what they doing? They are trying to find another business to do uh-huh. in the evening time so their ends can meet. So what we do because the ends are trying to catch up. Exactly. <laughs> They're trying to catch up. They, matter of fact, they're running away from each other. Ooh. I mean, insurance, if you talk about life insurance and medical insurance, uh-huh. like, uh, I mean, depending on your your um, tax bracket, you gonna, between those two, you spend almost $1,000 a month. Wow. You're right. And that's and that's, regular, and that's for the people who want to get life insurance and want to get health insurance because there's people out there that say, well, fuck it. If I don't need it, I ain't going to do it. Well, you can't desire more and you're walking around without insurance, darling. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. That That's a part of being a part of the upper echelon that you just have freaking insurance. Exactly. But I'm just saying, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying about, uh, about our people now. I'm talking about, about our people. Like our people, and I'm going to give you an example. Like MLK yesterday, his celebration. Now, his birthday was on the 15th. But they celebrated his birthday yesterday, which was mm-hmm. Monday. Mm-hmm. But our black people out there fighting, they 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 breaking the law, they doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But then when it's Cinco de Mayo, they out there partying, and when it's St. Patrick's Day, they out there, you know, buying drinks and nobody fighting, everybody spending money. But why y'all want to disrespect the black man holiday? Like this is our holiday. Let's show some homage to our black 
man that did that stood in the gap for us. I'm just saying, our people like sometimes. It's because life is so hard. Life is hard. All day. So sometimes our people, it, it's just like, what are you celebrating when there's a party going on, but the mortgage due tomorrow, and I don't even have all the mortgage money. Shit. So when you say I have a dream, <laughs> the average person you breaking is, it down. Girl. I just want to pay my bills. That's not like a nightmare though. It is a like nightmare. That's what's going bill. on right now today. Right. Like in reality, people are trying to find their dream. Yes. And, I, and, and, I, and I had a joke the other day. Me and my daughter was in a car. We was in um. McDonald's. Let me hear this. Let me hear this. We was in um McDonald's drive through. Uh -huh. And it was a lady that was in a little RAV4, and she, her windows was down, and she had on that Spanish music, and it was like, right? And you can tell she was in a very, very good mood, right? You okay. You can tell she was feeling good. Okay. So then here you go, us, right? <laughs> right. We got on our music. What y'all was playing? Like, oh, hold up, what y'all was playing? No, I'm just, I'm using that analogy. Okay, right? okay, 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 I, I, okay. I ride and listen to motivation all the time. Okay, okay, okay. I listen to music sometimes, but um, our music, if we're in a good mood, our music is like, it's, it's shunning each other. It's talking about killing and drugs and, yeah. and, and low-grading each other, and you in a good mood. So their music, when they're in a good mood, and our music, when we're in a good mood, you don't, you, it's a big difference. Like, I don't know, are you guys really in a good mood? Because she's dancing, and y'all like this. I get you. Wow. It's a big difference. I'm not, I love our urban music. I'm just saying the difference with the, the Latinos and Hispanic music and the black people music. What well, we listen to, right? Cause exactly. Because we, we promoting more violence. And you in a good mood, riding, but our music is just so violent. It's almost like shoot them up, kill them, bang, bang. Like, are you happy? Or are you about to go kill somebody? What's up? <laughs> are you mad? Then you driving real fast with it. You going from lane to lane. But then here go Mama Sita. And she just dancing. It all happened. Yeah. It's just a big wow. difference. So I think that's why the celebrations are different. Mm. You know? Why? See, that's a nugget. You just dropped a nugget on me just now. And I like that because you're right. Wow. And that's true. We got to watch what we put in our ear gates, eye gates. Um, but we got to support our people's music. We have to support our people's music. <laughs> but let, but let me ask you about that since we're on that topic of music. Do you feel like some of the music now for, from from a lot of our black artists, do you feel like it's very degrading or it's not positive? Because there's really not that many positive music when it comes out to like a lot of our rappers. A lot of our rappers are talking about taking drugs and you know how many girls they can sex up. and It's really not that positive. So, and the women talk about how many. Like, look at look look at the city girls. Don't get me wrong; they from Miami. You know, they doing their thing. But all they talk about is how they rob dudes and how they have sex. And, and is that is that what I want my daughter to 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 look at and say that's a role model? Get what I'm saying? I, I I totally understand that, and you know, by me having a daughter, I can understand. I can definitely. Agree with you, but we all have to remember most of it is just entertainment. Yes. It's just, it's about the money. 
That's true. That's what it's about. And just because the city girl's from Miami, I know young Miami. I know her mom. I know her father. I knew her when she was a baby. Yes. And you know, she's, she's, she's a sweet girl. You know, she a hustler. <laughs> she's she just come a, from the streets. She just, uh, and her family come from the streets. That's all that she know. Mm-hmm. But basically, she got to do what she got to do. Ain't no turning back. Got you. So if that's what you got to do to go get that check, baby girl... That's what you got to do. And there that's what a lot of people, you know, when they talk about the music and they don't like it, like they just entertainers, man. And and, and I'm glad you said that because I, and I, I like to pick people brain when I ask that question, because at the end of the day, I still feel like as a parent, you know, like you said, you have a daughter, I have a daughter. Yo, you have to, you know, train your, your child right. Because I grew up listening to Biggie, Pac and all that. Biggie talking about robbing people. Pac was talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. So, but, you know, I had I had the, the upbringing of knowing what's right from wrong. So when I listened to them, I knew it was entertainment. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, I think mm-hmm. as parents, as long as we got our children right, they can listen to that craziness. They could know that, okay, it's just entertainment. But then, mm-hmm. like, let's talk about rappers like a Tupac. And Scarface. There you go. And a trick daddy. A trick. Right? That's their real life stories. That they put on. Yeah, things that they've been through. So, like, trick music is not all of always about the glitz and the glam. He talks about a lot of dark moments in his life. Yes. You know, and it's true, and we can relate to that. Yes. You know? Yes. I mean, Tupac, that's why they had to... You know, get him out. He was he he was somebody who's very eccentric. Oh no, he was breaking no. it down. He was breaking it down. It's a lot of artists. You know who I like? I didn't like Kodak Black at first. Okay. I didn't like him at first because I didn't like the ski mask thing. He went on the Breakfast Club and did. But as I started to listen to this kid and right. go to YouTube and stuff like that, I'm like, this is a very smart young man that makes some very bad decisions. Ah. I wish that I can work with Kodak Black. My desire was to be an A&R. It never happened. But I would love to work with Kodak Black. So let me ask you, since you said that, if you did have the chance to work with a Kodak or an artist that's on that that level, how would you make him different from what he, like, that that artist going down that negative path, what would you do different with that artist? and, And I can't tell you verbatim what it is. Okay. But I will pour into him. Mm. I would help him to think about the decisions that he make when he leave the house. Okay. I wouldn't change a thing about his music. Okay. I would just try to help him to really dig deep down in himself and think about the choices that he make because it's still entertainment. He's a smart guy. People who's very smart, they're weirdos. They're going to Yeah, they always going to come off. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's just some of the, the decisions that he make is very detrimental to his mm. future. So when he made that comment about um, my man's like that that passed away, his wife, um, I can't even think of his name right Nipsey. There. Nipsey. When he made that uh, comment about Nipsey. Yeah. Yeah. If you was working with him, what you would have told him? I would have slapped him. <laughs> but if I was working with him, he would have never done that. Okay, there you go. So he would have never said that. He wouldn't do that. And I think it's just a certain side of him that needs to be nurtured that it will take a very Uh special person to allow him to open up in that area 
of his mental mm-hmm. state. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be easy. It's not. No. Because you got, because he got to respect you too. Yeah, and he's not. I, I really think that people. He right. I was gonna say. I was gonna say he has to respect you because he has to realize that you came from the same. In other words, for him to really listen to a person in that level, he he got to look at that person and saying that that person came from where I came from, but they want to make me better. You get what I'm saying? Like it couldn't it couldn't be a white dude, a white A and R saying, <laughs> "Hey, Kodak, Kodak, hey Kodak, sir, Kodak, sir." You know that's not a good comment, sir. Uh, you know why? When I say that, sir. Kodak is going to look at that person uh-huh. that's looking at him. He's going to feel that they're looking at him as a check and what's good for their brand and not his. Got you. So I'm not saying that he's not getting love. I don't know that. But he needs to know that somebody really care about him. I'm not saying his management don't. Right, right. But this is I a get what level of him feeling comfort of somebody. Too many yes men care, around him. Caring about him. And not a woman trying to get in the bed with him uh-huh. or trying to get into a, get a check. And at the end of the day, it's all about a check. But I believe when people get so much money and they meet so many people, like everybody is the enemy until proven otherwise. I, and you know what, what you just said? I want to do a show about a prenup because I feel like we need to talk about that. Cause I feel like, yo, if I if I'm if I'm doing good and I meet you, I need I need you to sign this prenup. But that's another topic. We ain't even gonna go there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I ain't never been married before. <laughs> I don't know about. But I'm just saying though. Stuff, but but yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, yes, he needs that. So okay, mm-hmm. good. I like that. I mean, you know what? I think a lot of the greats, like the Chris Browns, um, the Mike Tyson's back in the days, like if they had the right people in their corner, the decisions that they made or the, the, the decisions that they, they end up being in, they could they, they it could have worked out better in their favor if they had the right people in their corner. Put it like this. Yes. When you talk about a Chris Brown and a Mike Tyson, mm. there's a lot of people that they were born with talent uh-huh. and some people had to grow into their talent, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And there's some people that... When you're born into it, you just got it. You have to do that much to get it. So it's like whatever. But if you somebody had to grow into it, meaning you had to become a sponge, you had to, you know, maybe you had to take singing lessons and dancing lessons and get around other people who really worked hard for what they have. Right. You start to grow into who you are and what you want to be so you you become more responsible for right. your career and you don't just take this $30 million that you have for granted. There you go. Because you've been exposed to so many other, like, I'm quite sure. And I'm not saying that Mike Tyson haven't, but I believe that Chris Brown, he comes from an era where he sees so many other people his age evolving into business. Mm-hmm. So now his music and the things that he do is not just to make this quick hit. Mm-hmm. No, it's to make this hit, become platinum or whatever, and be able to use this hit, get on some type of soundtrack. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Do some other shit, get your endorsement, and really make a business out of it. And I don't know Mike Tyson, so I don't want you to, you know, to say I'm saying this about him. I just believe in that era. People just like moving and shaking. Yeah, I got it. I got thirty million. About give me three hundred more million, and that's it. There you go. So it was all about the business decisions. And having the right people in your and corner. And the people around 
around you. The right people around you. Don't have a couple of, don't have so many yes men around you. So every time you say something, they like, yes, boss. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. Right. Yes. Yes, do it. Yeah. Would you want that? Would you want that around you? No. A lot of people tell you yes. No. Or do you have people, do you have anybody in your circle that say, hey, Ann, Ann, girl, nah, that shit ain't right, girl. No, everybody that's in my circle, we have relationships, and I'm, I'm into building and nurturing meaningful and real relationships. Uh-huh. So we have a relationships where they can tell me, like, I don't think you should do that. And we have those conversations where I'm like, well, what you think? Everybody in my circle is basically... They have better credit than me. They have more money than me. They have more biz. They're more business savvy than me. So I don't have anyone in my circle that I'm looking down on. Wow. I'm, I mean, all of them. You know, educators, so, pastors, all that. So that's what I'm saying. So if you had to give someone advice, would you tell them build your circle around people that have more than you or that's doing better than of you? Of course. And and, and and doing better than you or having more than you has nothing to do with money. Money. That's what people don't understand. Thank you. No. It's not just about money. It's just like a woman like me who I'm in a relationship and I desire to be married. Okay. So I need to have friends who are married or in solid relationships that they've been in for 10 years. She have more than me. She have right. a plethora. Can't be with a, a girl that is single telling you, nah, nigga. Nah, I don't like that nigga. Nah, yeah. Let's go out, girl. girl Forget him. Girl, you to come home and cook. Girl, <laughs> you know she going to say, well, you should have cooked before you left. Oh. So you don't have to run home. You know? So That's like, what the married chick would say, right? Yeah. So you got to go grocery shopping. Take care know? of your man. Yeah. Now you can go. Now you could go. Because you know? honestly, your man is not going <laughs> to care if you go out. If... If if if, if y'all got that right, re- go. yeah. If y'all got that right relationship, he don't care if you go out. Take care at home, baby. I'm going out with the girl. And that's such a good feeling. Yes. Yeah. That's what I you need to see. I love my man. Eat all my food. Extra <laughs> some more. Like yes, bitch. And I and like my friends. Like we would be on Facetime. My friend taught me how to make collard greens on Facetime. <laughs> <laughs> and she all the way in Atlanta. And co- she taught you how to do collard greens. To make collard greens on Facetime, and she's in Atlanta. But how did he like it? He like it? Yeah. Well, he he asked for more. Greens. With hot sauce? Yes. He <laughs> loves his hot sauce. <laughs> but it's a good feeling. And you know, your circle should be people. Yes. I dropped out in the 10th grade. Okay. And, and, and I'm a sponge, so I pick up on big words. And I hope to use them in the right sentence. And I have friends say, no, Duchess, don't use that word in that sentence like that. And I say, no. Say like, no, that's not the word. That's they don't use it like that. And I embrace and my friends know that they can tell. But you me know that. what? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If you and this is what I'm saying. I'm gonna tell you, you got people that would come here and say artists, artists. I'm like, nigga, there's no word is artists. It's <laughs> artists. I be like, yo, I, and they be thinking like I'm like, no, yo, 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 it's not artists, it's artists. Like, that's a word that you don't pluralize. Like, it's artists. Let, let me tell you how deep this is. <laughs> I don't know what it is with me. When I'm when I'm on, like, social media or texting, I will say a word in my, in my mind, uh-huh. but I didn't text it. Okay. My boyfriend would text me and say, you have a typo. You need to go and correct it. Correct blah, it. Blah, 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 blah. People got my back. My people got my back when I say from... <laughs> my bed to the streets. Which is great. Yeah. Because they want to make sure that you come across 
right. They want to make sure you look professional. Mm-hmm. They don't want. They want to, and that's, that's great. Right. So when the sun, and and and, but you know what? It's also you that you can you can take the correction and say, oh my bad. Let me let me correct right. that. Because some people have chips on their shoulder. That's well, right. shit, why but are you man, correcting me and shit? That go back to support. There you go. See, when people say support, man, that dollar, money is the closest thing next to oxygen. But it ain't everything. Yeah. Because yeah. my people will say, what you trying to say? Because who you, who you say you are, Duchess, you got a whole typo on social media, and you got 20-something thousand followers, it... Look like you kind of slow, so they not gonna let me present myself to the world exactly. looking like I'm halfway retarded. <laughs> no, what round of applause for that. <laughs> I gotta give a round of applause for that because that is so true, and, yeah. and that that's that's what makes it like you said. That's what makes it um um so complete where you have people that have your back like that. That that can. Correct you, and then you can take the correction and say, "I got you." Let me make that right, and then boom, yeah. we we all look good. So, yeah. wow, wow! What can we expect from the Duchess in the next like couple of months? Is there anything, you know, that we can expect? I mean, I know you got the event coming up. I mean, do we have more events lined up down the line? Uh, right now, I have my plan. My my planner is. So full of and, and your phone be ringing off the hook. I'm gonna tell you right now, her phone be. I'm gonna tell y'all, her phone be ringing off the hook while we've been sitting here talking. So, my plan is booked for the next six months, and I try to plan my life in a six month increments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's just how my mind works. But however, I I I expect to release my second sequel of my book, Duchess of Miami. Um, For the past few years, I've poured a lot into people, and I won't stop pouring into people, but I am going to really, really focus on my projects, my brand, Duchess of Miami, Filthy Rich Life, for the next year. Um, I do have more networking events planned out. Um, I have a film. I'm supporting my girl, Odamia Miller, I mean, she have an amazing film that's coming out. We'll be casting for that. Nice. So I've got some real stuff that's going to bring some real money back in my bank account. On I see film. you got that picture with you throwing money now, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that was props. That was props. It looked good, but, though, girl. Yeah, but definitely, um, that's the life that I desire to live. But to expect a lot more of bossy business from me. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I I love it. Keep doing your thing, girl. Um, you know, you know, like I said, I, I reached out to you because I wanted you to come out, share your story with us, share your projects with us, share your events with us. And I'm so glad that you was able to do that. Um, continue doing what you do. Let them know, cause you know, I you know, I I, I would love to keep it here all day, but you know. <laughs> She, her phone is blowing up. Right now, I'm about to go into route to um, exactly. the prima donna, the waist gang. To, she is donating. Um, I'm not going to say donate. Well, she is. She's giving us some crock pots for the 100 women. 
and black events. So basically, I got a make crock pots to cook. To cook, yes. And anybody knows Prima Donna, y'all go check her out, Prima Donna eighty seven on IG. Um, she's doing some amazing things, and she's someone who I've mentored for years, and we just love each other to death. And I told her what, all about what I'm doing, and I asked her could she help me in some type of way. And she was like, "Come on over to my office, I got you." So that's what I'm about to do. Then come back on this end, go and pick up some promotional, um, promotional products for the event. Then I gotta get in the house and go cook and do some more stuff. Wow, hey, you do it! Wow, listen, I applaud you once again. I applaud you once again. And thank you so much for all your love and support. Because, listen, I applaud you, girl. You are doing it. You are a mecca, you are a, a staple, you are a icon in the community. I, I, I appreciate that you, you shared your, 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 your story, how you went from hustling to grinding to doing everything, man. And yeah, I, pre- I did it all. Listen, so I, I, don't, I don't look down on no man, but a man who won't get off their ass. Oh, you and know what? I saw woman. you post that, too. <laughs> I saw a post with, like... It was the um, Young Jock. Yeah. Young Jock was um, seen um, driving an Uber. And I saw you post, and I heard your comments where you said, elaborate on that, where you said that you you respect them for him. Yeah, I respect the man for getting up because a lot of dudes that's in entertainment, uh-huh. um, they so full of themselves, right? All day. Yes, they so full of themselves. So when they, when they fall on bad days, so they'll just sit there and wait for another nigga to give them some money, they girl to go pay the bills or right. go ask their mama, Jane right. and mama for one K and all that. Instead of you just getting off your behind and going and working. Doing you know, something. The best thing that I could have done, and you know, I used to dance. I used to dance for nine years. But in the midst of that, I went to school and I picked up a trade as a dental assistant. And every time Why you was dancing? That's right. You picked up the... That's right. Okay. And every time that life hits me, I go back to the office. Wow. I go back. You know, and that's my fear of going back. But however, there's a lot of dudes that won't go to work. They'll sit there and and junk jock. And I don't know if that's something he just did, you know, for social media or whatever, hoax, whatever. I like that he did that because it just shows how he removed his pride. Humble himself. Yeah, no Big ego. time, right? But yes. this is the kicker. What's up? That could have been his own damn company. There you go. You never know. It could have been his own company. So I, I really like men who get up, get out, and get something. Go, man, don't work, wow. man, don't eat. Don't eat. Your girl can't go getting steaks and lobster, and you ain't working, and you want to eat steak and lobster. Nah, bruh, you need a hot dog. Ooh. At Costco's, if you if you got the card. Vienna sausage, better yet. There you go. <laughs> man got to get up. This why men get respect from their wives and their children. All I know is my daddy worked. My daddy worked and he hustled. He was a dirty, he wasn't a dirty man, but he came home dirty. His dicky suits, his boots, his F-150 truck, dirt right. under his nails. I ain't never seen my daddy cute. But he, but he got his, like you said, got the grind on, did what he had to do. Big house that he built from the ground up. There you go. And I, and I love your comment when you said that. I read, I read your comment, and you said you respect the dude that, that get. It don't matter, cause you, and you did say that. Everything you said, you did say that. Like 
you know, artists, a lot of people feel like they're too big, they can't do nothing, but yeah. he humbled himself, he did what he did. And I and I respect that 100. Like, I can't go, how could you talk bad about that? Like, and if you talk about if bad about that, that you don't understand the game, you don't understand the ground, you don't understand the hustle, you don't understand what you have to do for your family. Ben, how, how a man going to ask somebody to pay his phone bill? How do you really speak that foreign Jeez. language? Your phone bill? Hell nah. Nah, that's your That phone. ain't no man. <laughs> that, that's not a man. That's that motherfucker that be on, that be dressing like a dude, that be having them long dressed on. Right. That's another story. <laughs> so I, 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 I respect the man who get out there yeah. and do it. My dude said that one day that he'll go drive over. My dude got 12 cars. Pick a car. Let's drive it. Exactly. He's going to get out there. He retired himself and still a hustler. So I believe that, man, you got to get up. That's where your respect come from. That's where your manhood come from. You might not get the bright lights and the bells and the whistles, but in your house, your family going to respect you because you got out there and you work. Nice. When a, when a child say, my daddy, she ain't talking about a daddy that was a banker with this suit. He was talking about that man who was cutting grass. And she meant it. My daddy yeah. with feeling. For real. I love wow. my daddy. Love it. <laughs> God damn, girl. We could go on and on for days, boy. I love it. Applause to you, girl. Please tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them how they can follow you. What's all your social media? Y'all can find me on IG at Duchess305. That's D-U-C-H-E-S-S 305. And on Facebook and Duchess of Miami is one word. I know it's hood. No, I love it. I love it. M-A-Y-N-A-R-D on Facebook. And um, I'm more on IG than I am on Facebook. But however, y'all can hit me up. Uh, I respond to everybody. I don't have too much going on that I can't respond. But y'all can find me there. And if y'all can, if you're in the South Florida area, come and see me January 26th. At the 100 Women in Black networking event, like it will that. be amazing. Come on and manifest your greatness with the Duchess. I of love. Hey, you know, she got some boots on right now, <laughs> and I'm gonna take some pictures on. Boy, she doing it right now. She's styling too now. <laughs> Duchess is styling I too love now. It. I love it. She ain't. She ain't just talking this boy stuff and ain't styling. She's styling too. So <laughs> that being said, man, thank you so much for y'all tuning in. If y'all miss it, don't worry about it. It's going to be a podcast. We're going to have the podcast up. And y'all can listen to it over and over and over again and be inspired by this young lady right here doing things. She's doing things. She's showing you how you can do whatever you want to do just as long as you have the spirit, you have the the drive, the goal. Just keep doing what you do. So with that being said, man, we love y'all. Peace. We out.